Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Revelation 10, the angel and the little book. I saw another strange angel coming down out of heaven, clothed with the cloud, and the rainbow was upon his head, and his face was like the sun, and his feet like pillars of fire, And he had in his hand a little book, which was open. He placed his right foot on the sea and his left on the land. And he cried out with a loud voice, as when the lion roars. And when he had cried out, the seven peals of thunder uttered their voices. When the seven peals of thunder had spoken, I was about to write. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, Seal up the things which the seven peals of thunder have spoken, and do not write them. Then the angel whom I saw standing on the sea and on the land lifted up his right hand to heaven and swore by him who lives forever and ever, who created heaven and the things in it and the earth and the things in it and the sea and the things in it, that there will be delay no longer. But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he is about to sound, then the mystery of God is finished as he preached to his servants, the prophets. Then the voice which I heard from heaven, I heard again, speaking with me and saying, Go, take the book which is open in the hand of the angel who stands on the sea and on the land. So I went to the angel, telling him to give me the little book. And he said to me, Take it and eat it. It will make your stomach bitter, but in your mouth it will be sweet as honey. I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it. And in my mouth it was sweet as honey. And when I had eaten it, my stomach was made bitter. And they said to me, you must prophesy again concerning many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. Revelation 10 actually has a lot of information in it um, with the thundering voices that 
the we don't hear or we we hear but but he sealed it up not to be written in the book so we don't read any other part about that there's no um revelation to what they said we will know when we hear it um and then also uh parallel to when ezekiel ate the scroll uh john is also told to eat the scroll to eat this little book um and and both times it's kind of the same thing in in those two situations it was sweet as honey to the taste because god's word is sweet as honey but for john when it got into his stomach it was bitter it was upsetting to his stomach not in the case of ezekiel but in both situations the word of god was being given to them to consume prior to prophesying or speaking out what it was so ezekiel's uh was pretty obvious but john's not so much it's just that bitterness here's what is happening in revelation 10. this angel that comes down before the seventh one before the seventh horn blast this one comes down and is holding this book this scroll which is the judgment this is the judgment that god is going to um, declare over creation now to many people that sounds kind of scary <laughs> but it shouldn't here's the reality god never called us to perfection god called us to diligence he asked us to commit ourselves to him to love him first and to diligently pursue perfection knowing that we were not going to perfectly live our lives but as long as we would diligently give a serious effort to try to attain perfection that's enough and committing our ways to um studying the bible reading the bible spending time with the lord having a relationship with him to uh caring for other people remember it was love god first and love others second not not as much as you love yourself it's in the place of yourself love your neighbor as yourself so instead of me focusing on loving me I focus on loving my neighbors because God pours his love over me and he does a better job of it than I can. So um with this the angel is coming down he's going to give the judgment which is basically as the bible from beginning to end is is really it's a covenant but it's a it's a binding contract and it's telling us how the judgment is telling us how we kept with that contract and i just shared the the situation of that contract well here's the reality another wonderful reality god grants us forgiveness whenever we ask and when we've done something wrong and we ask for forgiveness he doesn't say oh here we go again because he promised only as he can he promised to forget he forgives but he also forgets 
So when we go back to him and say, I've done it again, there's no again to him. So we are forgiven for what we've done, but there are still consequences. Forgiveness does not cover the consequence. That's in God's mercy and God's justice, which balances out to judgment. So when it comes time for God to pour out his judgment, are there some things that you haven't been forgiven of? Are there some things that you need to set right before the Lord? Have you been diligently seeking and pursuing perfection, even though you haven't attained it? That's really easy. It's not a difficult thing to do. The world makes you think that God asks us to do the impossible. That is a lie. God's laws are easy. They're common sense. And they all can be summed up in love God and love your neighbor. That's it. Now, there's a lot of different things that go into loving God and a lot of different things that go into loving your neighbor. But it's really just common sense. Don't steal from your neighbor. Don't sit there and wish to have his wife or his things. Don't lie. Don't cheat. Don't murder. Those are easy. Don't, even if you were to go outside and accidentally run into your neighbor's car, make it right. Take take ownership of your mistake and ask for forgiveness and make it right. Whatever that consequence is, you're the one who, who messed up. There needs to be, or there may be a consequence involved. You just ask for forgiveness Take the consequence and continue to love your neighbor. It's not hard. So there's no fear. There's no fear in what's going to come out of judgment. As long as we're living a life focused on Jesus. As long as we're living a life focused on God's word. And helping other people who don't know him to come to know him. That's really it. So the bitterness of what John has now consumed is the fact that that bitterness is God's judgment that is still needing to be poured out. And that would be bitter to some. But the thing is, the sting, there is absolutely no sting of of sin. When you live your life for yourself, there's no sting until death. Death is when you feel that sting. So if you've made your life focused on doing what's right, repenting when we when you fail and asking for forgiveness, and then picking up and moving on and continuing to pursue what is right, you'll be fine. So Father, thank you that we have no fear. There is no fear. We're supposed to reverently fear you. We're supposed to to have a, a respectful reverence for you because you are almighty, you are all powerful, 
You are to be exalted above everything else. So obviously, there's reverence to you. And the fear of... The the fear of coming against you is much greater than the fear of coming against man. And Father, I just pray that we could have the courage to live every day with that posture. Not fearing what man would do to us, but ultimately just being more concerned with with not being seen in in right standing with you. Father, I pray that uh, when we do make mistakes that you could show us, you could help us, guide us so that we can repent, so that we can come back to you. Because our desire is just to love you and love others just as you've told us to. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.